Are you struggling to make a podcast? You don't have the content? Well, let me help you. This is THD Country Nerd 252. What I did, I was in the same position, just struggling, didn't know where to go. So I found about the Anchor app. The Anchor app was simple. Download it from the iTunes app or Google Play. That way, our Anchor it allows you to create content, record the podcast, and it easily help you distribute to every podcast platform. Take it from me, easy content. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to D Country Nerd 252 podcast today. We're going to talk about Cam Newton and his comments. Well, 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 my man Superman, he struck again, but for the wrong reasons. Now, you remember in 2017, he made a comment about it's funny to hear women talk about route routes. He apologized, but he was being tongue in cheek. But, you know, in today's society, he came off as an dismissing women in the football industry. So I get it, but he was being very tongue-in-cheek. So it's like I understand as a society we live in our own world because it helps us navigate through life, through our own decisions and things of that nature. But you can live in your own world, but sometimes you got to be art. Sometimes you need to snap yourself back to reality and become articulate, especially when you're in a tough position. Now, he was on million dollars worth of game. Shout out to that show. It's actually pretty good. So he was talking about his upbringing. So he talked about being in a three-parent household. You know, his grandmother played a huge role in his life. His mother and father was together for 36, 37 years. And he said from that perspective, when he was a child, his father represented what a man should be. And he all, and this is where it went off the rails. He said from his mother's perspective, he knew what a woman was, not a bad bitch. Now, first of all, you don't do that. Okay, the woman bad bitch thing, that's a whole nother different argument. And I will lead to that why. But literally, dude, what was you thinking? Now, this is else he said. The aesthetic of I'm a boss bitch. I'm a this, I'm a that, no baby. You can't cook. You don't know when to be quiet. You don't know how to allow a man to lead. Now, I can understand from his perspective, you know, and I applaud. And I think some, to a certain extent, people should think that way. You know, your parents, your grandparents, me and Gary, been married together for so long. That's something you should aspire to be. But he could have came off and said, you know what? I saw my dad as what a man should be. And I had the greatest mother in the world. If he would have said that, he would have showed the perfect appreciate. Ladies and gentlemen, you know me. When I get frustrated, I get tongue-tied. I swear. It's just people just say some of the dumbest things that just blows my mind. But anyway, back to what I was saying. He could have said he had the greatest mother in the world. Simple. He's showing appreciation for his mom and his dad. And, of course, he could have alluded to, why did he think that way? He could have said the respect they had, the loyalty, you know, that energy that can be broken. It doesn't matter what type of argument you get in. It's not going to break up the relationship. They understand that the family came first. They wanted to install that in their family with their kids, their grandkids. He could have alluded to that. But he went a whole separate argument. Now, I don't know what he was thinking, you know. So as far as the boss bitch and the 
woman com- women comments. It was very, he said a very unequated, vague statement, which is a long narrative about how women should be, how they're supposed to be. You know, they have to cook, clean, be submissive, this, that, and the third, which I think in today's society, that narrative should have been debunked a long time ago. No woman should believe and be defunct in that narrative. That should be gone forever. Okay, let's get that out of the way. Now, to be fair, let's keep it real. What he said was very articulated, very wrong, especially for being a high-profile celebrity. But you know those conversations he alluded to, you know that happens within. That's one of that pillow talk. That's one of those barbershop conversations. They're them salon talks. You know we be having those conversations about men and women and the role in the relationship. We all have that. Put it to you this way. It's like Beyonce, Jennifer Aniston. And Aniston. Jennifer Aniston and Beyonce are goddesses, icons in their profession. But if you ask any woman, no, especially a woman of color, who's the baddest bitch, they will tell you Beyonce. Now, they're not disrespecting Jennifer Aniston, but they think she's the baddest one. Okay, now, that's a typical conversation, but we all know they have those conversations. Let's keep it real, ladies and gentlemen. And also, I remember in an episode of Braxton Family Values, shout out to Braxton Family Values, rest in peace, Tracy. I remember there was an incident where Tawanda's ex-husband struggling to find a job. So while Tawanda was making all the money, working, doing all that, he was a stay-at-home dad, took care of the kids, took them to school, made sure they did their homework, everything that a good parent should do. But Tamar, instead of respecting that, called him a babysitter. Now, we all, now that is a very insulting term, especially in today's society, how men are viewed as awful parents. Like, there are no good dads. Like anybody, like it's like the old saying, anybody can be a dad, but it takes a real man to be a father. But it's like, that's a very insulting term. So women have those conversations about that, that those narratives does exist about men and and women too, you know? So I just think those are conversations that are held internally, but he just made an internal conversation just outward. He made something that's funny, usually tongue and cheek between me as laughs. He made it out in the open. And in today's society, how sensitive everybody is, is completely taking context. Now, don't get me wrong. I stand by it. I understand what he was trying to say. He just didn't articulate it correctly. Some things are really simple. He made something so simple made it difficult. I don't know what he was thinking when he did that, but I think he got way too comfortable. Like I said, there's a difference between me saying that I'm not a high-profile celebrity. I'm not in the spotlight. I am usually keep to myself, low-profile, hang, hang out with my family, hang out with my friends, you know, talk to my coworkers, just make conversation. And we have some of those uncomfortable, funny conversations that if they're out in the open, they view it as ignorant, sexist, misogynistic, and men and women and all that. 
But it's like, it happens. So, I just think next time he does in an interview, he should be very careful. And if he thought that me and Dollars Worth of Game wasn't going to take that clip and put it out there for everybody to see, to start a firestorm on Twitter, he was gravely mistaken. May, I mean, yeah, you may feel comfortable in an interview, especially if it relates to you. But in the day, they make money, too. They still got to promote their product, too. And if somebody like you can cause a firestorm, especially something that's a real sensitive subject in society, full of narratives about gender, the difference between masculinity, femininity, men's and women's roles and relationships, yeah, you in the world of trouble. Now, personally, I believe relationships, they're partnerships. You know, they support each other no matter what. Wherever the man's lacking, women can pick him up. Whatever the woman's lacking, man can pick it up. You know, if your woman's having a terrible day at work or she had a fight with her friend, something like that, men comfort her, like, hey, we can let's talk about it. We can chill. We can be comfortable. I can make it cook, make sure everything is right. Same thing for a man. He had a bad day, talk to his wife about it, just comfort him and chill. You know what I'm saying? Support each other, that love. That's what makes the great relationship. And I understand in between that relationship, there's the little things, you know, you know, man takes out the trash, you know, man cuts the lawn, you know, he fixed the plumbing if he knows how to. If he doesn't call the plumber, I get those things happen, you know, or women cook most of the time because they're better cooks than men. I get it. It's nothing sexist about that, but I, I understand it. It's like it's been like that forever as far as roles go. But we all know today's society, we all know it's not really like that. It's, 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 a, it's a partnership. You feed off each other, support each other emotionally, financially, intellectually, and spiritually. That's how the great relationships work. And you may disagree on different certain ideologies, whether that be political, you know, but at the end of the day, there's no type of argument, no type of situation where you can sit down, talk about it, and clear the air. So it's that way it won't be so one-sided, you can come into a middle ground. So it's like, you know, my grandparents been together for over 50 years. So I respect that relationship. They've been through a lot. The fact that they still kept it together, they still kept the household together, still made sure their kids were good, still made sure the grandkids were good. That's perfect. I mean, who wouldn't want that? In an era where we need to uh, be more proactive when it comes to generational wealth, who who doesn't want something like that? Like the family and the leadership has been installed to help with future generations. We need more stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, even if you win your own world, you still got to be articulate and be more self-aware. Now, I understand that's probably how he truly feels in some sort of capacity. But, you know, you, 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 
Yeah, sometimes honesty, especially you're a high profile athlete, sometimes you 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 gotta play you gotta play the media a little bit. I mean, think about LeBron James. There's only certain things he could say to a media. Like he's not raw. Like somebody like Kobe, God rest his soul, he'll say, tell in your face, I don't like this dude. Or like Jordan. Well, Horace Grant played bad in a basketball game, and he told him on the team playing, he can't eat. He's not like that. He's just very tongue-in-cheek in a lot of stuff. Now, I would get into him on my next episode of the podcast about the Lakers and how they handled the firing Frank Vogel situation. Ladies and gentlemen, see what I do for my fans? Another teaser, because I love you guys. But... That's all I have for today's episode. If you agree with me or disagree with me, hit me up on my Twitter. Hit me up on my Snapchat. You know what to do. I right, thank you guys for listening. Love you. Spread love. Spread positivity. Never let society dictate how you should think or feel. I'm out.